Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Hi, this is Miranda Wright, and this is day 33 of our 120-day Upper Room prayer campaign. And today we're going to pray what David prayed, Lord, teach my hands to war. In Psalms 18:30 it says, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God save our Lord? Yesterday we talked about those who trust in the Lord need not fear man, power or principality. But the power of the kingdom of God is at hand, and it is given into our hands. For who is God save our Lord, and who is a rock save our God? It is God that girdeth me with strength and maketh my way perfect. He maketh my feet like hinds feet, and setteth me upon my high places. He teacheth my hands to war, so that a bow of steel is broken in my arms. Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy right hand hath holden me up, and thy gentleness hath made me great. These are the words of King David, who was a mighty warrior of God, yet was a kind and loving and gentle leader. Because David was willing to spend time with the Lord. You see, it was the time that David spent in the caves hearing from God and learning his heart that prepared him for the palace where he would rule, fight battles, and lead others. David was a man of prayer and of warfare. Because, my friend, I do not think it's possible to have one without the other. There is nothing that hell will fight more than your prayer life. But also, there is no life that will fight hell more than one of prayer. David was willing to seek the Lord and to cry out for instruction. And oftentimes he prayed that prayer, Lord, teach my hands to war. In Psalms 144.1, he says, Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teaches my hands to wars and my fingers to fight. You see, we can fight a very ineffective fight. We can fight in the flesh. We can fight in our emotions. We can fight out of our logic. And these fights will have no effect if not ill effect. But when the Lord teaches us how to fight, the victory is assured. In Jeremiah 51 verse 20, the Lord says, Thou art my battle axe, my weapon of war. With thee will I break in pieces the nations, and with thee will I destroy kingdoms. My friend, you are a battle axe in the hand of the Lord. And if we will let the Lord so use us, he will use us to destroy kingdoms, the kingdoms of hell that are usurping over the territories and regions of which we have authority and dominion. You see, we talked about this earlier on in the prayer campaign, but when Jesus crossed over the sea into the land of the Gadarenes and he encountered the demoniac, the legion that was within the demoniac said something very interesting. They cried out to him, cast us out of the man, but please do not cast us out of the country, which lets us know something very important. It lets us know that you can cast demons out of a country or a region or a territory as easily as you can cast them out of a man. Therefore, can we fight more effectively if we allow the Lord to teach us how to war? 
because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not fleshly or physical, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Is there a stronghold over your city? Is there a stronghold over your school? Is there a stronghold over your family? Is there a stronghold over your country? Because the weapons of our warfare are not physical, but they are mighty and they are specifically given for the pulling down of those strongholds. Because the Bible says that we do not war against the flesh. So stop fighting against your brother. Stop fighting against your spouse. Stop fighting against your co-workers. Stop fighting against political parties. Because our fight is not against flesh and blood. But it is against powers and principalities and rulers in dark places that are deceiving and manipulating those people who are in the flesh. The passage continues to tell us about the full armor of God. And so if we ask God, teach us how to war, then we have to recognize that there are tactics and strategies for this warfare. What are of these weapons that are not physical? The passage continues to tell us, it says the helmet of salvation. It's part of our armor. These are the things that are required to be able to fight. The breastplate of righteousness the belt of truth, the Holy Spirit of truth, the word of truth, the truth that is in God's word that ties it all together and keeps it in place. Without any of these parts of the armor or the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, we cannot stand in the fight. You have to stand on the word of God or you're not going to be able to stand at all. That's why I've got to explain things to you as we pray and war, because we've got to pray from a place of revelation. Or the devil will keep us defeated in a place of condemnation. See, you've got to have on you those shoes of the gospel of Jesus Christ or you ain't going nowhere in this fight. We've got to have a shield of faith and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You will not withstand the attacks of the devil if you do not know the word on which you claim to stand. And this armor is to make us able to stand, having done all to stand and withstand, to stand and possess the land. You got to have the sword of the spirit of the living God, that rhema word from God. You've got to have the truth. You've got to be in agreement with it. You've got to know how to stand on it and you've got to know how to use it. This is why I've had to take you through so much teaching with our prayers because I don't want you just repeating after me and singing lullabies. I want you armed and dangerous. I want you speaking proclamation from a place of revelation. I don't want to just help you take the land. I want to leave you able to possess the land once it is taken because I can bring us together and we can pray some prayers and I can fight and start to take some territory and start to take some land. But I'm not going to be in this forever because eventually God's going to move me on to another fight. And I need to leave a people who are able to stand and possess the land. You see, Joshua went out into the promised land and he led a bunch of battles, but he couldn't live in every territory that he fought. There was a tribe for every territory. There was a people whose land that was. It was their inheritance. Joshua had a land of his own inheritance and he had fought for that land and his family possessed that land. But God sent him out to other territories, to other lands, to help other people fight for their land, but there had to be a people there that would continue to possess it once he left or the enemy would come back in and press against it and reclaim it. So you see, my friend, it does me no good to just pray with you and take land, but I've got to teach you how 
to war and how to stand on the word of the Lord. Does no good to do it if you don't know what you're doing. You need to be able to stand. And the only way you can stand is to be able to stand on the word of God. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So to fight the good fight of faith, you need to hear, understand, believe, speak, and stand on the word. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We can get a million people to come together and say, pray after me. And if they don't understand the words that they're saying, if they don't believe it in their heart so that they confess it with their mouth, if they haven't heard it by the revelation of the spirit of the living God, it will do nothing. It will win no war. But my friend, that will not be the case because I'm going to teach your hands to war. Because what many may not realize is that we're taking territory right now. We've been taking territory every day when we come together and we hear the word of the Lord and we get that revelation. We begin to walk in the authority of that revelation. We begin to stand on that revelation. We begin to walk in righteousness because we learned about righteousness and we believed what we heard from the word about righteousness. And we prayed those prayers to bring us into right standing. Therefore, did we put the breastplate on? We prayed about the blood. We learned what it really is and by the revelation of it we believe in it and therefore we apply it and we get that helmet of salvation we cried out for that holy spirit of truth we've laid out the word of truth we've grabbed hold of it and we believe it therefore does it tie all the parts of our armor together because we have heard the truth and believe the truth we understand the truth we will not lay down the armor that we have been given but it will tie all the parts of it together so that we are protected from the lies of the enemy we have put on the gospel and decree and declared that we will not be silenced. We are putting on our armor. As we go through these podcasts, we are putting on our armor and we are learning how to fight. And we are learning how to stand and withstand and possess the land. We are taking territory. Revival has already began because I'm getting messages every day of people who are being delivered while listening to the podcast, of lives being revived, of revelation being released, of people being set free. We are taking territory. And it's a permanent territory because we're not just fighting a one night fight. We are teaching people how to possess the land. So I tell you, friend, we are already taking territory, but you are going to take more because you are his weapons of war. And this is how we fight our battles with truth, with praise, with worship, with revelation, with proclamation, with prayer, with fasting, with faith, with the word of God and with the blood of Jesus Christ. We talked about that sword and how it is the rhema, the spoken word of the living God. Therefore, as we come into submission to the will of God, under the fear of God, that we might walk in the wisdom of God and be led of the spirit of God, that would cast out the fear of man and hell and principality and everything else, then we can allow the rhema word of God to come out of our mouth and cut down every lie of hell, cut down every power and principality, cut down every vain imagination, cut down every counterfeit incarnation cut down every error and lie of the enemy cut down the enemies of our nation and raise up a joshua generation 
The words that are coming out of your mouth are the weapon of attack, but they only have power when they are the words of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, do we have to get into agreement with the word and will of God that we can be led of God? That his words can then be spoken back out with power and proclamation and decree. Because my friend, we are the ambassadors of heaven. The Bible says that we are ambassadors of Christ. And the ambassadors of a kingdom speak forth the decrees of a kingdom. And then the armies of that kingdom move to back it up. We fight through prayer and fasting because Jesus said that some will not go except but by prayer and fasting. Therefore, do we seek the will of the Lord to get into alignment with it? Because many times in the call and mandate for fasting, will he bring you revelation about what you are warring against? Many times in the past, God has called me to a fast and I had no idea what it was for or about, but he knew that there was a battle coming and he was preparing me for it in advance. And when I lined up what he had me fasting to what was laid out in certain fast in scripture, it showed me the power or principality that was being fought at that time and gave me revelation as to what it was I was dealing with. Sometimes it's not that complicated. Sometimes he just knew that he was going to send a demoniac for me to deliver and I had to be fasted when it arrived. So my friends, seek the Lord and when he calls you to fast, even if you don't know why or think you have a reason to, you need to obey because he will bring the revelation by the end of the fast. And it's something that you would not have had the grace to do had you not had the faith to fast. We've got to learn to speak, to open our mouth and let the word of God come out, to stop letting the devil kick us while we're down and mope and pout around and open our mouth and say, get ye behind me, Satan. You're getting out of my way today. I'm done with you. My friend, he is already defeated. You need to put him under your feet. And if you're coming into this podcast late and you didn't hear the foundational messages from the beginning, I recommend you go back to the beginning and listen through because the Holy Spirit has been leading us through to where we are now because he is teaching our hands to war. And when the enemy comes a lying and deceiving and attempting, you need to use the weapon that Jesus himself used. Satan, it is written. But the only way you can say it is written is if you know what's written. That's why you have to read the word, believe the word, come into agreement with the word so that you can use the word because it is a weapon of warfare. We've got to learn to praise because praise is an arrow in our quiver. Praise brings confusion to the camp of the enemy. It sets the enemy running. It causes the devil to flee and it leaves all of his camp in confusion. It brings faith back to our heart because we're acknowledging who God is, who is the solution instead of crying about the problem. Sometimes you just got to get on your feet and dance like David danced. Sometimes you got to get up and worship because dance can be a warfare. Though personally, I'm really not too keen on it being put center stage, especially during a worship set or service because it distracts and draws attention away from what the Lord is doing. But in the privacy of your own home or on the floor where it's not so distracted, you need a dance like David danced. You need to stir up the joy of the Lord because that will be your strength in the midst of battle. Show him thanks and adoration. Express your love to the king. Do it to remind yourself of how much you love the king. Do it so that God can see how much joy he brings. And do it so that the devil can see that you still worship in the midst of your sufferings. Sometimes you just got to dance like David danced. People, these are weapons of warfare. Because you see, I need a people who will possess. 
Because my friend, I am grateful for each and every one of you who have answered the call to pick up your sword and follow me into battle for this 120 days to take the land. But once it's taken, I got to go on to lead another fight. And you need to know how to possess what has been taken. Because if you don't possess, the enemy will press until he retakes the land with seven more friends. Because the Bible says that when the unclean spirits are cast out, he goes off. But when he comes back and finds the house empty, he's coming back with more. And it'll be worse than before. And I fought this fight before and had to come back to the same land and fight it over again. So I've learned my lesson. I'm not wasting my time and my energy unless I have a people who are willing to say, Lord, teach my hands to war. I will stand on the word of God and possess the land. God, I'm crying out for a people that will possess, for a people that will stand and will fight, for a people that will dig in and hold on to the territory, because this is the land of their inheritance. This is the place that you have placed them. This is the inheritance that you have commissioned them to walk in. This is their vineyard. They are Nabat, and I will not allow Jezebel to cast them out. I will come and I will fight with all of my might, and I will teach them how to take the land and I will stand arm locked in arms but many a people that are listening to this they represent a territory that is not mine though I will help them fight as Joshua helped I cannot stay there and continue to possess they need to be the ones willing to rise up and say God teach my hands to war gird me up with the full armor make me secure in your word give me the revelation teach me how to possess the land that you are giving into my hand. Teach me how to take the territory and how to keep the territory and how to teach others to take their own also. Lord, I'm praying you raise up a people that will possess because the purpose in the armor is so that you can possess the land. It's so that having done all to stand, you can stand and it takes the full armor it takes you standing on the word of God so God I pray for the revelation of the words and the teachings that you are bringing forth to sink into the hearts that it will cause a people to rise up and not be wearied by the enemy and not be deceived by the lies of the enemy and not be disposed by the pressing of the enemy, but to raise up a people who will fight and will stand and will possess the land. God, I'm praying that you raise up warriors. God, that you raise up tribes in every location that are going to hear this all over the nation, that are going to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will stand and possess the land. We won't be shaken. We won't be confused. We won't be confounded. We won't be deluded. We won't be lied to, but we will be founded upon the rock, standing on the word of God, strong and mighty, mighty to save, holding our shield of faith, girded with the truth of the word of the living God covered in righteousness and salvation, walking out the gospel unashamed and unafraid, wielding the sword of the spirit, which is the word of the Lord God almighty. We shall stand and possess the land. Oh God, teach their hands to war. Make them a battle ax in your hand that will destroy the kingdoms of hell. 
Lord, give them a revelation of the power of their prayer life. That once they walk in these things and begin to profess these things and to move in these things, that they got to get in that prayer closet. They got to speak these things, not just in the prayer closet. They got to speak it out in the highway, in the byway, in the schools and in the workplace, in the churches, on the waters, in the valleys and on the mountains. They've got to be willing to use that sword. And when all the lies of hell come against them, put the shield up and stand. Don't waver. Don't back down. You got to spend time in the word of God. The word is a weapon. You got to spend time in prayer. Prayer is a weapon. You got to spend time in worship. Worship is a weapon. You got to spend time in humble submission and obedience like fasting. That is a weapon. We've got to humble our souls because those increase our grace, which is our power to use our weapons. You got to allow the Holy Spirit to come through you, to use you, to speak to you and to speak through you to others because that is a weapon. And you got to open your mouth and speak to those powers and principalities and tell them to get out. This is the land of my inheritance. Because let me tell you something, friend, you have authority and dominion in the land of your inheritance. I've fought the fight for the land of my inheritance and we've won the fight and we've gained ground and we've gained territory and we've built our ark and the Lord has changed the atmosphere and done my works and he's still doing mighty works but I'm telling you friend no matter where you are because I've gotten messages from people all over the nation that are being stirred up and revived even now and I can fight with you now and I can stand with you now and I can proclamate with you now and we can tear those kingdoms down but I'm not where you are and after this 120 days you need to be able to continue to stand and possess your land because it is the land of your inheritance See, you have authority and dominion over what's yours. You can kick the devil out of your mind because it's yours. You can kick the devil out of your house because it's yours. You can kick the devil out of the land of your inheritance because it is yours. Take it by right. Oh Lord, teach their hands to war and their fingers to fight. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.